You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. Be aware. Some people just got duped by the Buffalo Bills with the new uniforms. Introducing our 2022 <laughs> Jersey City, uh, uh, City jerseys here, Bills Mafia, and uh, red and black. It's like buffalo wings and buffalo wing sauce, I think. It's, and there's a wing on the side. I do like the jersey, though. There's a trail of blue cheese behind the wing on the helmet. This is great. People are buying it on Twitter. Oh, come yeah. on, guys. This can't be serious. What? They're really going to go? I know. <laughs> here's the problem, though, Dan. Some people, once they found out this was not real, they're like, we kind of like these wing jerseys with the Bills. I do. But I love wings. Uh, it's the uh, delicious buffalo city jerseys for 2022 i like that there's blue cheese on the uh on the jerseys or at least what it uh, looks like april fool's day lol yeah of course and it's uh, my puppy winnie's uh, one year birthday today and tyler got dressed up he's got his uh winnie pajamas on that we got him for christmas and he's wearing those today uh, we thought it was appropriate that we would designate April Fool's Day for that puppy because... Joke's on you. Yes, it is. <laughs> Honey, oh. we're a year into the, how, what are we, a year and a half into this joke? No, she, she, she works me. She works me. She, she can't love me enough. That's the thing. Separation anxiety cannot love me enough. And, and it, it, I kind of view Winnie the way I do t- Todd. Like, I love her. I don't always like her. So there, Todd, you're That's in fair. good company with, with my puppy. That's fantastic company. Winnie's birthday today. Buy any dog treats, save 50% on the I Got a Puppy t-shirt. Go to danpatrick.com, add a dog treat to the cart, your shirt, and use the code puppy at checkout. I hope you got a chance to hear Randy Johnson last hour, because if you're a fan of baseball and you probably thought you knew what Randy... I, I, I'm looking at Randy Johnson the way I do Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing had that impression, that, that aura. Surly, angry, intimidating, quiet, didn't trust the media. Randy Johnson sort of the same way. Randy Johnson... Felt like he was auditioning to, uh, you know, go to Caroline's and do some stand-up there. He was funny. He had props. He had uh, a uh, humidor, a White House humidor full of cigars. He said we could come there and do our show at the Super Bowl from his compound. He's got 25,000 square feet. That should be enough for us. But uh, if you miss any of our interviews, you can always go to danpatrick.com or you can listen on the podcast. Augusta National Golf Club, one of the great stages in all the golf, hosts the world's best amateurs, Augusta National Women's Amateur. That will be Saturday at 12 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com. Sign up now. We'll talk to Bubba Watson. Bubba, I believe, is getting ready to head to Augusta, where he will play a practice round, I think, coming up this weekend. We'll ask him about Tiger Woods playing. Bubba will join us coming up. In a little bit. 877 3DP show. Email address is dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP show. Our poll question for the final hour, Seaton, is that the same as the first two hours? Well, Dan, for the first two hours, we had who had the better week uh, or the best week. Right now, it's been uh, a race between Todd Bowles, who's slightly in the lead at 28%, followed by Shaheen Holloway at 24%. Okay. Um, we could change it up to who would you rather face, Randy Johnson or Nolan Ryan? Ooh. 
Um, I'd rather face Randy Johnson because he's left-handed. Oh, I don't know. He's scared the crap yes, he, out of me. No, he, they're both going to scare me, and both would you know would probably plunk me. But uh, if if I was left-handed, then I, there's no way I'd get in there with Randy Johnson. Mm. Just no way, because he's sixty feet six inches away, and he's six ten. And by the time he delivers that baseball, it feels like he's 40 feet away. And he's bringing it. And you got like, I would just go, let me just, how do I strike out in a manly way? (laughs) (laughs) That would be it. You know, John Cruck in the All-Star game, he got up there. I think he had his batting helmet on backwards. He's just like, let me get this over with. I don't blame him at all. I got no shot here. Saturday, Nova, Kansas, North Carolina, and Duke. Giannis drops the nets in overtime. And I think he might have won the MVP this week. So when we were talking about who had the best week, I might go with the Greek freak because you beat the Nets and you beat the Sixers and you do it in a dramatic fashion. Now, he did miss a couple of free throws there late against the Nets, did come back, made a couple of shots there as they uh, ended up beating the Nets last night. We'll get to uh, phone calls coming up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. By the way, New York City, when uh, the city lifted its vaccine mandate, a lot of people thought that's the end of the vaccination discussion. But with the Celtics 76ers, Heat and Bucks all fighting for the top seed in the East, players' vaccination status could once again become important because the Raptors currently the sixth seed in the East. That means one of these four teams is going to play the Raptors in the playoffs. And the problem is, City of Toronto still requires visiting athletes to be fully vaccinated. Bucks and Heat have both confirmed they're fully vaccinated. That, of course, leaves the Celtics and Sixers, two teams who have not confirmed themselves fully vaxxed. And we don't know who the unvaxxed players are, but we're going to find out whoever is going to go to Toronto, whether they can play or not. A lot can change before the playoffs, but if nothing happens between now and then, this could be an interesting story to keep an eye on. Also, another story, I'm watching James Harden, and I don't know if this strengthens Joel Embiid's MVP candidacy because James Harden has not helped Joel Embiid at all, and he's had a bad month, and Doc Rivers addressed James Harden after the loss last night. Didn't play together the night at all. That's something we've been doing. So it's just one of those nights, but tough one. The bench struggled compared to their Well, struggle, but compared to their but, well they didn't struggle. Um, you know, they didn't get a lot of shots, you know, in, in their defense. I think during that stretch, it was more James, you know, um, you know, than, than them. So, you know, um, yeah, that's just a tough night. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, Seton. It's interesting because when you hear him say it, he's just kind of saying James was shooting more than the bench. Yeah. Not necessarily it's James Harden's fault. Well, he didn't say James was making. He said he was shooting. Right, yeah. right. But he was just saying, well, it's not really the bench's fault. They didn't get a lot of shot. It was more James at that time. He was shooting a lot. I, I know that we want to read more into it. But if he had said, you know, hey, James was making, it was just James was shooting. Big difference there. Yeah, not making. Joel Embiid was on J.J. Reddick's podcast, Old Man in the Three. And J.J. Reddick, student of the game, had this to say about the Greek freak. In my eyes, like you're, you're one of the three best players in the world. Okay. So is Kevin. I, That's what so, that was my point. So I'm not going to get into one, two, three, though? three, two, one. It's not I just want to know who's the third. Jokic. 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 What is Giannis? 
He's in. He's in the next group. I mean, he's I, like. But it's it's so hard. There's too many good players now. There's too many good players, Joe. Oh, that's the Finals MVP. <laughs> too many good players. <laughs> Two times MVP, Finals MVP. Yeah, I. You know what? Joel Embiid did a great job with a follow up question there. Like, all right, who's the third? Because JJ's thinking, oh, he wants me to rank him. You know, one, two, three. Joel Embiid's going, all right, who's three? Well, the Joker is. What about Giannis? Uh, yes. Giannis is playing the best basketball of anybody. I, I, I love watching the Joker, but I think you really have to be a student of the game who just appreciates kind of the, the subtle things that players do. Not everybody loves that. You'd rather watch Trey Young or Ja Morant or some of these other players. You watch the Joker and you go, damn, what a crisp bounce pass. I appreciate it because I think it's a lost art. And I think he's just as dangerous without scoring and passing. And you can't say that about too many players in the NBA. And that's not a very good team, I don't think, that he's on right now. But I still think the Greek freak, you know, we're, we're underestimating him. We're underrating, you know, the Greek freak. Yeah, Paul. Is Steph Curry not in that same conversation? No. He, or is he a separate entity? He, he feels like a separate entity, like. Yeah. He's treated differently. Yes. Because I would take... I'm going to pause that one. I I think he's... If if there's the greatest players in the world, Steph Curry's in that room that people are being talked about. Well, how many people are in the room? Six. Six. Durant, Jokic, the way he's playing now he is. Uh, Giannis for sure. Steph. LeBron. Oh, man. I think so. At this age, what he's doing. Yeah. Is Devin Booker in there? He's just in that next tier to me. Is he right outside waiting for somebody to open the door? Is he looking in the window? An NBA Finals appearance would sure help him. Yes, it would. Well, well I'm sorry. One. The win. That that would help. Yes, uh, Seaton. Is this sort of where we get into trouble, though? Yeah. Uh, where, like, I think I think Kevin Durant in the last couple of weeks has been talking about how you can't really compare Michael and LeBron because they do completely different things. They're totally different types of players, but they're both the best. It, you know, it's sort of like having um, Steph Curry and like Jokic in the same breath is like, well, they're but they're totally different types of players. Yes. If I'm looking at what uh, Joel Embiid is talking about, J.J. Redick, he's talking about big men. You know, yeah. Uh, you're going to have Giannis in there. You're going to have Joker in there Embiid in there. KD is a tall man. I don't consider him a big man. He's just tall. He doesn't play like a big man. And I don't know who plays like a big man anymore, but Steph is in there of all of the players that I can watch. I would watch Steph. But if I had to pick a guy to start my team, I would pick Giannis. I'd start my team with Giannis. If he wins a third MVP, now then you start to elevate yourself. What if he wins a, a couple of titles Let's say he has four MVPs when it's all said and done. Maybe more. Somebody's moving into the top 10 eventually. Is KD going to be a top 10 player when it's all said and done? Who drops out? Carl Malone drop out? Larry Bird drop out? I mean, Giannis is not even 28. He's been in the league. I think this is his ninth year. 
Steph's got a couple more years. They got to get some, you know, they got to get some luck, little magic here if they're going to make a run. And I thought they were the team to beat in the West to start the year. But, you know, we keep waiting for them to get it together. But I don't know if they're going to. Yeah, Paul. I just, that, that, uh, I still think Steph, I don't know if underrated is a word, but that All Star weekend where he was goofing oh. around and taking fun shots from 40 feet, looking yeah. at the crowd, it was like he felt like the Globetrotters. He felt like he was on the Globetrotters that weekend and he was having fun on the court and he chose to drop 50. Like it was a choice. And nightly, he doesn't even try to do that because he's balancing out his team. Well, you better start thinking <laughs> about that because I'm, you know, Phoenix is not going away. And, you know, Draymond Green coming back and Clay Thompson and, you know, James Wiseman's done for the year. I like Poole. I think he's done a great job and might be the face of the future Warriors there. But, yeah, I. Like, I love, if I'm selling tickets, I want Steph Curry in there. If I'm trying to win a championship, I want Giannis in there. Embiid is spectacular, and so is the Joker. I just think, you know, the Joker doesn't normally make the highlights because it's hard to go, hey, look at that. And then you go, yeah, okay, he had a putback, or he had a backdoor pass, or a cross-court pass. It's hard to sell that, whereas some of these other players, they're made for the highlights. Yeah, Marv. Now, speaking of Kevin Durant, does a championship in Brooklyn do for him what a championship in Cleveland did for LeBron? Um, yeah, I think people still look at it that he needed... It's a kill team. He needed help. You know, he joined, you know, once again, joining forces there. But, yeah, I... They were that team at the Y where all the best players, oh, you got next? No, 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 I'm waiting. And your boys show up, and then they just kill everybody? That was the Warriors when he got there. Yeah, yeah, and that that's held against him. I, I get that. Um, and I've probably done that as well because, you know, I look at Luka. Luka has no one on his team. I mean, he's got Dinwiddie and Brunson. Those are, those are the better players, and people are going, I don't even know who they are. And Luka's having an MVP season. Whereas KD, when he didn't have Kyrie, he's like, man, they're double teaming me. Well, Luka gets that every single night. And I think KD, when he was in Oklahoma City, had Harden off the bench and he had Westbrook, Serge Ibaka. Then you go to Golden State, Steph, Clay, Draymond Green. Then you have KD. Then you go to Brooklyn. You're going to have Harden. You're going to have Kyrie. And it's you. And I get this if you can build a team this way, but don't expect to get all of that credit when it when you win something. Uh, and he's a wonderful player. He's probably going to be a top 10 player of all time. But that's why I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Greek Freak, top 10 player of all time when it's all done. Let's say 15 years from now. Let's say 12 years from now. 15, top 10 player is Steph Curry. KD. Joel Embiid. The Joker. Like somebody is out of that group is going to be a top 10 player of all time, I think. The question is who comes out. Yeah, Marv. And I think Giannis is going to have a LeBron-type issue where like LeBron's got four MVPs, and you look at the stats and you're like, oh, he could have had eight. And I think that's what's going to happen, end up happening with Giannis. But also, if he wins just like one more championship in Milwaukee with the team he has now, yeah. like it's going to be hard to keep him out. If he, if he has one more MVP, that gives him three. I don't know where that puts him of guys who have had at least three MVPs. 
but a second title in Milwaukee and a third MVP. Now you separated yourself a little bit there. Yeah, Paulie. Going back to us having a big unit, Randy Johnson on people on Twitter think that was a April Fool's bit. It wasn't really Randy Johnson. Like, who'd you bring in there? Zach Galifianakis? Have him stand up tall. Uh, okay. Is this is this an April Fool's Day joke? Yes, it's with, even on the bottom of the the post. Is this Julian Edelman joining the Buccaneers? Yes. Okay. Some people are upset though because they bought it for about thirty seconds. L O L O L. Yeah, you got you got us. Wow. That's great. Edelman has a post and he's he's coming back. Isn't is Edelman working out with somebody now? Shouldn't Edelman just do a year down there to make the feel people feel better that we're burned by this joke? Let's do a quick year. <laughs> we'll take a break. Bubba Watson set to join us. His thoughts on Tiger Woods and also uh, I don't know. We'll just talk what it's like to be the two time masters champ. So Bubba will join us coming up. We'll take a break. We're back after this on this meet Friday. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. And now a message from Discover about real, real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something you actually want, something you can use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar. Because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cashback. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense you can learn more at discover.com slash match limitations like fritzy apply thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on fox sports radio and you can find us on the iheart radio app at fsr or stream us live on the peacock app oh my god the play, the play, is play. of the day Check this out. Connaughton passes back to Giannis. Giannis has it. He's going to launch up the three for the tie, and he hits it. There's a new scoring king in the Cream City. His name is Giannis. All hail the Greek freak. He has tied this game. Are you kidding me? No. Bucks Radio Network, that's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by M Drive Start. Jumpstart your morning. Convenient protein powder for driven guys. Gives you the energy and the nutrition to keep up with your day. You can find it at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. Get M Drive. I've just wondered about this with the Greek freak, Steph Curry, the Joker, and Joel Embiid. Those guys are all slow burns. Nobody made an all star game first four years of their career. Giannis, Steph, the Joker, and Joel Embiid. I think their fourth year is when uh, they all made their all-star appearances. Now, Steph, with his fifth year, he made his all-star appearance huh. there. Yeah, I got Steph his first few years. He was averaging 17, 18. Remember then he had that ankle injury in year three, Steph Curry? Yeah. He was down to 14.7 points, and then he just kind of slowly took off. Yeah, they weren't sure if they were going to re-sign him. They didn't know if it was something that was going to be, that ankle was going to be kind of reoccurring there. For him, but uh, Giannis goes for 44. He's now the all-time leading scorer for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Alex in Dallas joins us, and we'll get to uh, Bubba Watson. Hi, Alex. Hey, Dan. Uh, 5'10", 175. Hey, I was just calling. Uh, I had a couple things for you. I'm letting you guys know that in a week from now, I will be caddying in my first Masters, and I have packed with me my bright red meet Friday shirt that I will wear under my bib on Friday. So look out for that. 
Who are you caddying and, uh, for? Uh, my older brother, Harry Higgs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And then I had a potential uh, pie-to-the-face bet, if anybody wanted it. Okay. Uh, if Tiger plays, I will take um, him making the cut. Ooh. Okay. Anybody want a piece of Alex in Dallas that if Tiger plays, Tiger makes the cut? You got crickets, Alex. Everybody thinks yeah. that uh, Tiger, is, uh, if he plays, is going to make, uh, make the cut. Okay. Well, I hope so, too. <laughs> uh, can you get us uh, a souvenir from, uh, from caddying, from your, your round of golf? Well, you're going to be there with uh, two days with your brother at least? Yeah, we, we get there. Uh, we're actually in San Antonio right now. We leave Sunday night. We'll practice rounds Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then guaranteed two rounds, hopefully four. Do you know who you're playing with? No, not yet. I think we find out Tuesday afternoon. All right. And I'd love to get a picture of you with your bib on and uh, with your Meet Friday shirt. That would be awesome. Yeah, for sure. I'll send one over All on right. Friday. Thank you, Alex, and good luck to your brother. We appreciate you uh, calling in. We ready uh, for Bubba Watson? Bubba Watson set to join us. Two-time Masters champ, by the way. Link Soul ambassador, investor there. Bubba joins us. Can you wear whatever you want at the Masters? Like, you're going to wear Link Soul starting Thursday? Yes. I mean, I think you can't wear a T-shirt, but you better have <laughs> pants on. Well, one thing, you better have pants on and a golf shirt. <laughs> have you seen anything where you went, wow, they allowed him to remember when David Duvall was wearing those like mock turtlenecks and that was a big deal. He wasn't wearing a golf shirt. Yeah. I must've been cold there. That must... <laughs> <laughs> How did you get involved with link soul? Uh, link soul. I've, I've known John Ashworth for a long time. Um, obviously he's a creative mind, um, a, a great man. That loves the game of golf, wants to grow the game of golf, loves to give back. And so over the years, over the many years that I've known him and, and got to know him even more, um, the timing was right. I, I wanted a partnership with a company that, that I could be invested in, um, that I could uh, have a little bit of influence, but also have, you know, let, let the company influence me and the charity dollars they've raised over different T-shirts and different things. Um, it's exciting to be a part of, and I feel like I'm part of the family, but it's so laid back. It's just easy going. It's lifestyle clothing um, and golfing and surfing, any sport that you can think of. Um, that's really what it's about. And then just uh, enjoying life. So it was an easy fit for me. When you go to Augusta later today, do you have like your routine to prepare for the first round of the Masters? Does, does that start later today that this is the normal progression that you're going to have to get ready for round one? Yes, for sure. I, I show up, I get, I get to Augusta early. I show up and now with the women's amateur, uh, with the drive, chip and putt. And then me and my wife play, uh, we have a grudge match, Condoleezza Rice and Lee Sleistinger, uh, two members of Augusta. So it's boys against girls. And um, so we have a grudge match on Sunday afternoon after the drive, chip and putt. We go out and play. Uh, past champions can bring a guest and my wife is obviously my guest. When did you find out the possibility that Tiger would be playing? Um, gosh, I saw, I saw um, social media started talking about Tiger being at Augusta. 
Um, and I guess Tiger, a week ago, somebody announced that his name was in the field. Um, I figured he would be at Augusta for the champion's dinner no matter what. Um, but obviously, uh, for the game of golf, how exciting. I mean, the buzz around the Masters is already high. But now having Tiger name on the field list, it's even higher. It's crazy that he could be playing in this, Bubba. As I've said to my audience many times, just walking that course, it's, it's a whole lot hillier than people think. Oh, 100%. My dad, my dad went for – his only time my dad went was in 2008, and um, he couldn't walk the course. He didn't know he had rheumatoid arthritis, and he had no idea that, um, how hilly it was. Because on TV, you can't really see it. And so he, um, he sat on one. He watched, he watched a one tee shot, number nine – number 10 tee shot and 18 because they're all right there. And so that's what he did. Um, waited for me for five hours for me to hit all those spots. Do you remember the first time you played with Tiger? Oh, first time I played with Tiger. Yes, it was, um, if I remember correctly, it was a practice round 07. Uh, we were at San Diego and I knew the only chance I could play with him is wake up real early and uh, show up. And hopefully he shows up at the same time. And, um, I actually got out in front of him, and then he came over uh, the north course in, uh, in San Diego, the Torrey Pines. He came over. He was on number nine. I was on number 10, and he, um, he came over and said, can, you, can I join you? And the, reason why he, and the reason why he said that is, um, is because I sent him a Christmas present in 06. Um, Dave, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle made a skit where they made fun of Tiger, and he says, um, for shizzle, I've always wanted to say that. And um, so I sent Tiger a shirt, not knowing him. I sent him a shirt that said for shizzle um, for Christmas. And he, so that's why when he saw me, he was like, oh my gosh. So he went over there and we became friends every since, you know, he's, he's loved me every since. That was the racial draft on the Chappelle show, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, I know so much about it because he puts the glove on the wrong hand, puts it on like for a left-hander. I mean, it's just the red shirt. Yeah. Is Augusta set up for a left-hander to succeed more than a right-hander? I don't know. Jack Nicholas did pretty good around there. Yes, he did. But he did six. well everywhere, Bubba. Yeah. He did well six everywhere. Six wins. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, Tiger has, what, five? Yeah. Jack had six. So us, us lefties haven't got to that level yet. But um, I think Phil has three. Um, I have two. Mike Weir. So, I mean – if you're playing good golf, it really doesn't matter, lefty or righty, but obviously history proves that righties are, are doing better. Yeah, but there's more right-handed golfers, Bubba. So if I, I know, but at- I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that. I was just trying to – I was trying to put pressure on all the righties this year. That's oh, what I was trying to do. Okay. If I gave you one club to play, the Masters, let, let's just play – you were going to play Augusta, not the Masters. I gave you one club, and that's all you had. What would you use? Always a seven-iron. Always. No matter what the course is, it's a seven iron all day. So if I said you only use a seven iron, what do you think you shoot at Augusta? <clears throat> um, tournament tees, pretty long. I mean, I would have to say I'd break 85. Um, the green speeds are up to tournament speeds. Um, yeah, it'd be 85 would be, would be really good. What are the benefits aside from – being a former Masters champ, you get to play every year. You get to go there and play. What are some of the other benefits of being a Masters champ? 
you get free dinner on Tuesday night at Champions Dinner. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, we, um, you know, being able to show up, being able to take some friends um, throughout the year. Can you stay um, on the course during the Masters? Um, not, not, not during. I've never stayed on the course during the Masters. Um, I promise you there's probably some legends of the game that stayed on site <laughs> during the Masters. Um, I'm not a legend of the game, so I have not stayed on site during the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know um, those stories about the legends of the game who stayed on course <laughs> because they probably had to, Bubba. Um, but isn't um, there the uh isn't there the place where the amateur stays is that the the, the, crow's crow's nest nest? yes yeah so the amateurs stay there um i'm taking a wild guess jack nicholas arnold palmer uh, maybe even gary player probably stayed on site during the masters um um yeah so you get to play you get to um have the green jacket in your locker when you show up um you get to bring a guest on Sunday, the Sunday before. My wife's played every year since I've had that that uh, privilege. Um, you know, it, and really, you just belong to the club, even though it's you're not a, a regular member. It's just they make you feel so special and, and part of it that week, I mean, that whole week. And that's why I show up for the ladies amateur and the, uh, the drive, chip, and putt is because I want to be part of the club. I, I want to um, grow the game of golf just like the membership's trying to do. You know, I took a divot. One time when I played there, I brought it home with me. That's bad, isn't it? No, because there's a lot of people would love to do that. Yeah. I, I do thought, you still have the divot? No, but my wife was like, are you going to put it in the yard and try to grow? I said, I didn't know if I put it under a grow lamp or something, but I, I haven't people tried to steal the sand out of Augusta or something? I don't know, like little little vials that they take with them or something. Like, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't know if I'll ever play it again, but I took a divot. Put it in a baggie. That's sad. I should have... I should have taken some of that pine straw that I hit off of in 2012. <laughs> hey, uh, it's great to have you involved in Link Soul. And I know you're uh, involved with a, a special T-shirt this week with uh, Lee Elder yeah. there. And uh, actually, we're showing it right now. But um, no, it's great company. I'm glad you're part of it as well. And uh, you literally put your money uh, where your mouth is when it came to Link Soul. So it's uh, great to be yeah, part of that sure. program with you, Bubba. Thanks for joining us yeah. and uh, have fun next week. All right. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. That's Bubba Watson, two-time Masters champ. Yeah, Link Soul has a T-shirt, and it's really to honor, embody the spirit that was Lee Elder. 1975, he broke the color barrier at Augusta and provided a vision of what golf would be. Passed away in 2021. But uh, his wife, Sharon, faces serious health crisis of her own, and she's uh, embattled with Alzheimer's. So there's mounting medical bills, rising health care costs, and no meaningful income to assist. And Link Soul decided to come up with the Thank You, Mr. Elder Charity, uh, a T-shirt to commemorate Lee's accomplishments. And uh, it just says, it says 1975 on the back of it. 100% of the proceeds from the sale of this T-shirt. Any additional donation you wish to make, go direct, directly to the Lee Elder Trust to cover his wife's health care costs and sustain the Lee Elder Memorial Fund. He's one of the nicest people I ever met. Not just athletes. One of the nicest people. I met him at a Hootie and the Bullfish Monday after the Masters tournament. And he just, I, you know, people were there, but I don't think they realized 
that Lee Elder and what he meant to the game of golf, breaking the color barrier at Augusta in 1975. But go to com. Yes, Paulie. First of all, it's a gorgeous shirt. It's got this cool 70s vibe on the yeah. back. All right, I have a five-minute poll question off Bubba Watson's appearance. Okay. You could have one accomplishment in your life, and you don't do much else. Like, let's say you're a good golfer who muddles around the tour for a long time. All right. Or, so you could be a Masters champion or be a Heisman Trophy winner. A Heisman Trophy winner that does not play in the NFL okay. or has a, a brief career in the NFL, like a... Eric Crouch. Eric Crouch had a cup of coffee with the Rams, but didn't stick. Okay. Or I, you could be, um, I'm trying to think of, Patrick Reed's probably too good of a golfer, but he's yeah. got a Masters. How about Trevor Immelman? Trevor Immelman, 2008 Masters champion. Would I rather be Eric Crouch, legend in Nebraska, Heisman Trophy winner, or Trevor Immelman, who is a broadcaster for uh, NBC? And when he's introduced on every broadcast, Former Masters champion, yeah. Trevor Immelman. Just like Eric Crouch when he goes to speak. That's a toughie. I think I'd rather be a Masters champ. Because when you go back, you get to play. You can play when you want. You get to go to the dinners with everybody. Even if you've never won anything. And Trevor Immelman was not a big winner on tour. Yes, Todd? Other than the green jacket, which you can keep. You can have that in your closet. Or how does that work? Yeah. You don't give it back. How do you display? You leave it there. Do you get an award or any kind of trophy or anything? Yes. As far as from a display standpoint, yes. the Heisman. Yes, I think I think your trophy is uh, a model of the of the um, a clubhouse there at Augusta. Beautiful trophy, but you have to leave your green jacket there. I think the first year you get to keep it, and then you uh, keep it there on the grounds. Yeah, Paul. And there's something to be said for hey, you won a Heisman. How was your NFL career? Um, when you win the Masters, you don't have to, a lot of explaining to do. Because you've won it as a professional. Yeah. Where Eric Crouch won it as an amateur. And you got a bit, what's that check? Two mil for a Masters, probably? A million and a half? Probably more than that. Well, I don't know what it was when Trevor Immelman won it, but there's pretty good money attached to that. By the way, it is a meat Friday, in case you're wondering. Smoked pork chops, balsamic glaze, mashed red potatoes, honey glazed carrots, and the recipe will be... On DanPatrick.com. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. No. Nobody. No. no. Except for the Masters winner who will get $2.1 million okay. this year. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll take a break. If you're watching on Peacock, we'll uh, take the grub off the grill. And uh, we'll be back. Last call for phone calls. What we learned. What's in store for next week. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever get your podcast from close up shop as we always do memory of the great drummer for the Foo Fighters Taylor Hawkins who passed away 
earlier this week. Close up shop with this as we always do. Here's Arcade Fire. Going into the weekend, you got women's Final Four starting tonight. You got the men's Final Four on Saturday. Got uh, women's national title game Sunday. Men on Monday. The return of Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. the third on Tuesday. Who's got it better than we do? No. Nobody. By the way, our bracket challenge comes down to this. Ross Tucker's in first place, but he has Gonzaga. Kelly Slater's in second. He's got UCLA. Ed Orgeron, who you've come <laughs> to expect as a great college basketball analyst, has Kansas versus Duke. Uh, He's got Kansas winning it all. Rock, rock, rock. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has North Carolina winning it all. He's fifth. Justin Herbert of the Chargers could win it all if Villanova wins it all. Josh Dumel has Duke winning it all. It's about time Josh Dumel got a break. Yep, but that's uh, the Celebrity Bracket Challenge brought to you, of course, by the great folks at M-Drive. Jumpstart your morning with M-Drive Start, convenient protein powder for driven guys. Gives you the energy and nutrition you need to keep up with your day. You can find it at mdrivedan.com. Don't let age beat you. Get M-Drive. I'm trying to think. Yes, Tom. Do I get to do my Final Four limerick at some point? Oh, I thought that would be a good segue from the. You thought I forgot that? Oh, I got to sit on my keyboard. I all my. But we did the bracket challenge update, so that would go right to the Final Four limerick. No, maybe okay. not. No, 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 no. We'll do it. Okay, my bad. Because you've sent it to me now three times. I know. And if it's not great, you're going to give me a hard time for. Okay. All right. Here you go. Here's Todd's Final Four limerick. Losing Saturday will be tough to get over, whether you're Devil, Tar Heel, Jayhawk, or Nova. And though some may have to puke when Coach K says, I love Duke, the final four is a kick like Matt Stover. Former Ravens kicker reference. That's a hard left turn. Why? Why not? I have an alternative last no, line. But why? Not why not? The final four is a kick like Matt Stover because it has to rhyme with over and over. That's the only reason why. I also had the last line could be losers irrelevant like Della Vidova. I had that as a backup, plan B. Those are like you're turning left and you're all the way in the right lane. What are you doing? The final four is a kick. A, like a Matt Stover. Stover? Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. No, it's the not. The final four is a kick because he was a kicker with the Ravens. That's why. But he has nothing to do with the final four. It does, he doesn't have to. Stover rhymes with over and over. Is there anything that rhymes with over? Over, Stover, and Nova, and Deliver Dover. That's what I went with. Yeah, Seton. So we changed up the poll question this hour uh, to if you could only choose one. Yeah. Todd's Limericks. Todd's sports-related holiday names, Todd's mock headlines, or Todd's sports center teases. Yeah. Do you want to guess the uh, first and last? That's interesting. Sports center tease one, mock headlines last. So mock headlines right now have 25% of the vote. Todd's limericks are tied for last (laughs) with Todd's sports-related holiday names. Right now, sports center teases has about 40% of the vote. Now, that might be recency bias. That might be because it's new and fresh, and people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, look at Todd's finally figuring this thing out. <laughs> yes, Paul. Where is none of the above? Is there, how <laughs> oh, come on now. No, uh, right before the have weekend? to choose one. Have to choose one. Ryan in Honolulu. Hi, Ryan. What's on your mind? Oh! <laughs> Guess where I am, Dan. Hopefully not right oh. outside our studio. <laughs> well, I checked into the Milford Inn last night, so I'm here. No. Yeah, I've yeah, I'm actually at the gate right now. The man cave looks awesome. What? I can smell the pork chops. Oh, um, April Fool's Day. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's not. 
Man, you had me uh, going there. I was scared. Ryan had shown up on our doorstep like a kitten. Kitten. I, Fritzy booking four guests in one day was the April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, there. All right. All right. Thank you, Ryan. That's uh, Ryan in Honolulu. Mo in Arizona. Hey, Mo, what's on your mind? Morning, Dan. Danette. Hi, Mo. Uh, Congratulations, Marv, on your recent uh, promotion. Well deserved, brother. However, I see you struggling with that plate. You might want to use both hands. Um, <laughs> when you put when you put your hands on the T-shirt, uh, you might want to use both hands, and we'll call them Cornish hands instead of a turkey. Okay. Now, I, right. I got some break, I got breaking news, Dan. If I can get my intro. All right. Here's Mo in Arizona with breaking news. We're just. This is Dan, Dan, live from the hood, where brothers didn't really watch the Oscars, but we do have cable. Chris Rock, sources say, Ghetto Pass has just been suspended pending further investigation. However, on a lighter note, Will Smith's stock has just risen 10 points. Back to you, Dan. All right. Thank you, Mo. We'll keep an eye on that. Thank you. Big wind-up there. Big wind-up. Uh, let's see. Let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, what'd you learn today? Randy Johnson, happy to host a Super Bowl week in Arizona, inviting us to do our shows all week from his Area 51 estate. Uh, Seton, what did you learn today? Todd is the Winnie of this show. My dog? Yeah. Mm. You basically compared Todd to, like, oh, that's sort true. of like Winnie. Yes, I love my dog. I don't always like my dog. Yeah. She doesn't listen to me. We just like Todd. That. We have a t-shirt for that, right? I yeah, love we do. I don't like him. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Marvin? Champagne and cigar at Randy Johnson's house. Yes. And he said, come on in. 25,000 square feet. Paulie, what did you learn? Limericks may be over when you mention Matt Stover. Oh, God. Todd, what did I learn today? The Brooklyn Nets all-time leading scorer is Brooke Lopez. Brooklyn Lopez. There you go. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Thanks for allowing us to do this every single day. We appreciate your support, your input. Hope you join us on Monday for the whole gang. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you then.